Crosby, he's going to come in at the end, punch it out. Holmes is sacked by Crosby, his second of the game. Alright y'all, welcome back to The Rush with the one and only Mad Max Crosby. I am your co-host, Broken Roback. We got the dogs in the studio, Real DT. Um, this, is, this is episode 16, so we appreciate that. And uh, Max, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, so I'm going to kick this over. You got something special to tell uh, Condor Cartel and the rest of our fans? Yeah, um, you know, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, we got a we got a special guest today. You know, a guy that uh, that we know, uh, everyone knows pretty well around the NFL world and just sports media in general. But our guy Ian Rappaport will be joining today on the rush, so we're gonna get all the inside scoop on what's going on, a little bit of background on him, um, and and we're fired up for it. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a special episode. All right, y'all. Already gave you the introduction, but our man here, Ian Rappaport, is in the building. We appreciate you for, uh, you know, spending a little bit of time with us. I'm going to start it off. We're going to get right to it. Um, you know, you've been in this you've been in this business for a long time. Um, I wanted to ask you, what's the biggest challenges of your job and what motivates you to be at the top of your, you know, your your field? First of all, thank you guys for having me. This is very cool. And Max, I must say, congratulations on the desired choice of head coach. I know that's a very cool thing for Raider Nation. I think AP is going to do a really, really good job. Oh, um, yeah. I was really happy no to doubt. see that worked out. No doubt. Um, you know, I would say for me, um, it is, I think the, the biggest challenge for me was when I first started getting to know everyone, you know, because there's so many people and it's so multifaceted. And there's just sources everywhere and there's people I need to meet and there's just, it's a million of them and it never stops. And so every time you think you got something handled, there's a new person or there's a new topic or there's new, new, it just, it literally never stops. Right. And so I think the ongoing, just the ongoing nature of this job will sort of grind at you. Um, but it also rewards you for working a lot and, and never stopping yourself. So it's, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a marathon and a sprint. Um, and I think that's been hard over the years, but once I kind of got a good base, you know, it's, it's like, it's like getting in shape, you know, it's like, once you get a good, get a good base, anything else you can sort of tackle. And that's kind of what I think I've benefited from the last couple of years. I love that. Brogan. And would you, would you say right now is the busiest time of the year for you? Um, it's, there's a couple of different pockets of time where it gets like crazy, crazy. This yeah. is one of them. And this is weird because like, you know, the day or maybe the week after the season, it's like really intense and coaches get fired. And then it's just like nonstop news for the next three weeks. There's really no other time of year that's like that. You know, free, it's really either this right here or free agency, but free agency is just absolute bonkers because yeah. it is nonstop but it's really only five or six days. So like you don't sleep. Like I, my phone is like under my ear. It's like hell week for you. It's like hell week. Yeah. But then, yeah. you know, there's something funny that there, there's a couple of different moments every year where I get to take a deep breath and smile. Okay. One is the Friday when free agency basically ends and there'll be some signing that like, you know, a backup, you know, running back or something signs and you'll tweet it and then talk about it on TV and you realize like, all right, the reaction isn't exactly like, you know, 
like crazy it's not a blockbuster yeah. and you're like all right yeah. free agency's over and i'll go outside and i'll see that like the sun is shining and it's get a, getting a little warmer and i'll be like all right i made it yeah, that's made one it. and then the other one is yeah. after the draft every year when like the last pick is up and i get to like take a deep breath and smile and you know Maybe have a sip of something oh, yeah. or two. What are you sipping yeah. on? What are you sipping on? A little bourbon, a little whiskey. What's what's your what's your uh, go-to? Usually it's usually it's a beer after the draft. Okay. Usually it's a beer, a and classic, just be like, classic, yeah. "All right, the off season is here, and that is a good thing." So th- those are kind of like my two times when I get to take a deep breath. I love it. I love it. And I'm, I love I, I'm curious because your phone's probably going absolutely bonkers. I can imagine. I wouldn't be shocked if you uh, if you had two phones over there, maybe even three, but. For you, um, no, you stop you right there. Firm believer in one phone, yes, team one phone. I don't understand. You know, look, I'm not, I'm not in need of a bad phone. I know some people are, I'm most certainly not. I only have two hands, I only have one mouth. I can only talk on the phone on one phone at the same time. And if I need to text, I can just or tweet, I can just put someone on speaker. I am team one phone, and I am staunchly for that so anyway, so confirm that, that there's no burner for ian and Rappaport. that's what you're saying you're confirming that <laughs> uh yeah no no burner. i love it um if someone gets a, a te- if someone gets a text from me and it's not my regular phone number i promise i do yeah that. i love it i love it um i got one more another one for you but coming into the world of inside reporting how does one find trusted sources i've always wondered that you know like how do you find someone you truly truly trust and can go with that um, and what's that process like coming into it for the first time for you, just your journey, so to speak? Yeah, I would say it takes, it does take a while. And, you know, when you just start, you're really looking for anything, you know, it's like a player and you just get on the field and all you want to do is make splash yep. plays. And it's like, and I'm sure Max, I'm sure you've seen this, like a young guy and every, he's trying to get a sack every single time. And yeah. it doesn't really work like that. Right. So like, <laughs> This job is better when you get sources you trust. And instead of just like, all right, someone told me this, I'm going to tweet it and let's go. It's like, you get news. All right. Who knows this is true? How can I verify this? If I report this, what happens? Who do I need to tell before I report it? Just so they get a heads up. So they're not, you know, their family doesn't read about it on Twitter before (laughs) you report it. Like all these things need to happen. And there's a long process that goes through like actually breaking news. And what you find is there'll be people, and I get this a lot, who'll be like, yo, I got this for you. Here's this, you know, hot news. Here's a big scoop, whatever. And you'll try to verify it. And it's like kind of half-baked or it's not true. And you'll be like, all right, this person's kind of in it for the wrong reasons. Or if this person tells me this, I need to verify. Or they're trying to get their side out and it's not totally true. But the way you learn it is just by verifying literally everything and now there are some people who through trial and error over years like when they tell me like that is yep. gold like an agent's like hey i just signed this contract like that's money you're involved yep. you're doing the deal that's but there's a lot of other stuff where you got to make absolutely sure you know yeah 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 i wanted to know as as a household name right in the sports media world what does that pressure to produce look like for you, right? And how does that compare to an athlete? Like an athlete, uh, it's always a what have you done for me lately type of industry. Um, you, this is your career for your life, right? Um, so kind of talk to me about that if, if you can. Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's weird. 
because when I first started, like I was saying, you know, you want to make splash plays, like you want to break news, break news, splash, splash, splash. And I wondered if that would go away. And it really doesn't. Um, Cause you know, if there's like, I I've done this for 12 years. Right. And it is, it is a lot. And when I'm working, I am really working. And there are times like, Oh, I don't know. Like, let's say right now, or I'm really like dreaming of You're the house or like, you know, what's, just, what's the handicap? Just being in some top. Uh, I'm like an 11. Um, I've been as low as a nine. Um, okay. I went out, it's actually, I went out and shot 77. Damn. Absolutely incredible round for me. And my Never handicap bad. dropped two points. And then I spent yeah. the rest of the year losing. Every Never did. Anyway, That's um, so now it's back to probably where it should That's be. That's all right. But like, you know, there's times when I'm just like, I got to get away. I'm dying here. It's just too much. Um, but still the desire to like prove yourself, prove yourself, break news. Like it's always there. And even though I'm kind of at a point now, where like people know where I am and I think they know I've kind of break news on a regular basis. If it's been a while, I'll still wake up and be yeah. like, got to get something today. Like you just sort of always feel like you got to keep producing. And I don't know if that's ever going to go away. And I guess I hope it doesn't because that's kind of what keeps you sharp, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. No doubt. I think it compares, you know, like when you make a football comparison, you know, in, in a sense, if, you know, I always say comparisons to thief of all joy, like I'm never trying to compare myself to any other, other, you know, player, anything, you know, everyone wants to compare me to TJ or Mike or whatever it is. Um, but I just want to ask, like, do you look at the guys like Schefter, Josina Anderson, all the, you know, all the other big, you know, names in, in your space, do you look at them as competition or you kind of just stay in your own lane and just have your own foundation and rely off that? Well, I, I always look at it. Um, and I actually, it's, you know, when I, when I first started, I really tried hard to like, just stay in my own lane, report what I report and not worry about it. Yeah. But that's like, I have to, and even still I'll do that now, but it's in a weird way, it's a little like disrespectful. And I have definitely done that and haven't meant it because like, you'll report something and someone will be like, Hey, like I reported, you know, you report this deal is done. They'll say, Oh, I had it, you know, that it was expected to be done. You're like, ah, like I can't just narrow-mindedly focus on what I'm, you have to have eyes wide open. You have to know what everyone else reported all the time. Yeah. Um, but I, I do pay attention to the other people. And you know, what I, it was probably more of a case when I was kind of just getting started, but you know, you really try to take everything from everyone. Like if someone breaks a story, like it's annoying, you got beat and we all get beat, right? Like when you realize, just when you think that you're just like rolling and life is good. Like that's when you're going to get beat. That's when it happens. Yeah. So we all get beat, but what will happen sometimes is someone will beat you on something and you're like, all right, how did they do that? Like I lost this one. That's an L that's on me. Like, how did they do it? What technique did they use? Who did they go after? What source might they have used? Like when were they working when I wasn't? So like I take note of all the insider other insiders do. And unfortunately like it's really competitive and there's a lot of other people that are really good. Yeah. And to like, try to understand what they do and how maybe I could use a little bit of that. Um, I, I still do that. I'm like, basically every time you get beat, you're kind of like, all right, how did this happen? How can we regroup? You know, like that happens on a constant Back to basis. the film room. No, I love that. I think that's, you know, that's the real, the real honesty. Cause you know, as a player guys can say, yeah, I don't pay attention to anybody else. And I just stay in my own lane and everybody knows that's not the truth. You know, at the end of the day, like, I see everything going on. You know, I see who's leading in sacks. I see who has most TFLs, who's, in, you know, up there in pressures. 
I'm not like ultra focused on it, but I keep it in the back of my mind. You know what I mean? So I can yeah. definitely relate to that in that, in that way. So that's good. For, I, I, you know, that's you know, good to hear. And you've always heard like, you know, when like, let's say pass rushers, like you watch someone, you know, you're, you're watching on a Sunday night, someone gets three sacks, you know, like, all right, I see what he did against this tackle here. And maybe if I see this guy, maybe I'll like, there's actually, you know, much less physical in my world. Um, but there's actually <laughs> a, a lot of that where like you can steal from people and be like, well, this phrasing works or, you know, hey, like if you think that like, you know, that this reporter has got these sources, he's probably going to break this. But there's a way I can get ahead of it so people can know I had it first. Like you sort of can watch and learn from what everyone's doing. And, you know, it's again, it's really competitive now, unfortunately. So there's there's a lot of different times to learn, I guess. Do you, no doubt. Do you, no doubt. Do you guys no, keep awesome. tally? Like Max, he keep, they keep stats, they keep track. Everyone's looking at what, what what one another is doing. But do you and Shefty, do you guys keep a little tallies on the side? Personally, maybe as a fun little competition, I'm just curious if you guys do any of that or just something to motivate you. Know, you. A keep score, if I should say. Not, not really. You know, there's some reporters who will, like, you know, if, if you, if you get something, you'll sort of shoot them a text, but it's not, you know, it's not, it's so intense for better or worse, yeah. you know, that yeah. I would never do that to anyone else in the moment. Um, and I don't think anybody would do that to me now, you know, like there are times when like, um, you'll see people like, you know, see chapter or whoever at the draft, you kind of mention like, Hey, like, you know, when this thing happened and when this story broke, but I think in the moment, it's always so intense. And like, if you're, you know, you think you're going to break something, something happens or you misunderstood a text or like someone texted someone else instead of you, like it's not always the greatest feeling in the world. So, you know, you wouldn't really reach out to someone. And I think what's, you know, we do this. And again, like, the, you know, you want to break as much stories as you can. What you find is like, nobody really keeps score. You just... You just yeah. want enough of them where people know, like, all right, when I see that guy on the TV or I see his tweets, I know, or girl, I know that, like, that's real and I should pay attention to that and that's important. And that's, you know, you want to just build up enough equity that people know when you report something, like, that's real and that's important. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I'm just curious because you're talking about breaking news right now, Rep. Um, if you could predict, um, one off-season move um, that kind of takes over the headlines this year. What would you say it is um, with all this stuff going on right about now? Um, it's always quarterbacks, right? So, you know, I think in, in, it's like free agency is, is again, wild and like, you know, phone under the pillow and, you know, like there's – I have horror stories of like someone's supposed to text me, at, you know, when a deal gets done and they text me and it's like 2.15 in the morning and they say, hey, are you awake? And I'm like, bro, like – you got to call me to wake me up. I don't care. You know, yeah. like there's a lot of that. Um, yeah. So free agency is wild, but really it's also about the quarterback trades and like who's going where. So to me, it's like, you know, where does Russell Wilson go? Does he stay in Denver? Does he get, um, or does he get traded or released? Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, does he get traded or released? Where does he end up going? Justin yeah. Fields, you know, what do the bears do yeah. with number one? That's you know, like the biggest they, question I feel like right yeah, now. The biggest question. So like, you know, the Bears, as we're taping this, the Bears interviewed Cliff Kingsbury for the OC job today, which is interesting, mm-hmm. right? But everyone in the world was like, hang on. Todd Caleb, you know, Coach Caleb Williams, they may take Caleb Williams. Are they just using this to 
get some info or like, and if they hire Cliff, yeah. what does that mean? Like that's taken over everything. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, probably the quarterback trade slash, like what do the bears do to me is like as important as anything this off season. Absolutely. Interesting. It's a good transition. I think Creel's got one about quarterbacks here for you. Yeah, just um, to touch base off what you just said, is this the deepest QB pool of recent memory uh, in collaboration with free ag- or yeah, excuse me, free agents, draft picks, everything going into it? There's a handful of guys in the draft that are projected, you know, first or second round tier, and then there's a handful of guys that are solidified NFL guys who are now looking for newer homes. Yeah, you know, I don't know if it's the most because it's I'm not there yet on the drafted players. Like, look, could we get quarterback, 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 one, two, three? I think we could. Yeah, yeah. Right. Depends on on Jaden from LSU, but I think we could. Yeah. We'll see. Um, that's pretty high powered. No, I don't know enough to say that right now. In like two months, I probably will. Okay. Three months, I probably will. Uh, but I don't know it right now. But you know, when it comes to this like free agent class, you got that Garoppolo. You know, probably maybe have Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins. Um, Cousins you know, there's another one. Yeah. You got. You know, what's going to happen with fields. Um, you know, there's some, there's some real maneuvering that's going to go on. And so like, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's going to get real. Um, I think it's going to get interesting. And like, you know, you look around at who needs a head coach and every team except for the chargers has a quarterback issue. Like there's nothing more important. That's like with, with the Raiders this year, you know, if Garoppolo plays better, you know, we're probably not talking about Antonio Pierce as an interim coach. Like it's all about the quarterback with all due respect to pass rushers. Um, so I think that's going to, you know, dominate our off season again. Sure. Yeah. I know, I know you're short on time, um, but I want to ring two quick little, little questions on you. So chargers job, Falcons job, who do you think are the two biggest, uh, biggest candidates in those instances? I think for both those jobs, you're looking at some big candidates. I think for the chargers, you know, it's, it's not like it's Jim Harbaugh's job to lose. Like I don't want to paint it like that, yeah. um, but he certainly is a strong candidate there. And you know, the real question for me is like, does he want to be in the NFL? You know, yeah. I think I know he interviewed with the Falcons, but to me, Chargers are a little more so. So it's really like, is is this flirtation with the NFL real, or is it to get a better deal out of Michigan? If it's to get a better deal out of Michigan, all respect, no <laughs> issues. Use whatever leverage you have. No, totally fine. Um, then the Chargers would need a different coach. But to me, like, that makes sense there. And I think for the Falcons, you know, as we tape this now, Belichick is interviewing a second time with the Falcons. Uh-oh. That's pretty yeah. interesting. I mean, he's the greatest yeah. coach of all time. If you leave that search by saying, all we did was hire the greatest coach who ever did it. <laughs> is it kind of shocking, though, that he, he's thinking deal. about Atlanta? I feel like for outside people, it's a little surprising. It's it's random. I have a Very thought, random. which I'll share later on. That. Yeah. What's your thought? I want to hear it, Dustin. I have, I mean, not no disrespect to any other teams, but he had a history of playing in a very weak conference that solidified, you know, sliding into home playoff games. That has to be the worst <laughs> conference, right? No. And, they, no and they're a solid team. I'm not saying he is the greatest coach of all time. I'll take nothing away from the man. But he had a cakewalk to a 10 to 12 win season year in and year out to solidify that home on the field. <laughs> That's a great well, fit for him. You do got a point. You do got a point. Yeah, I, you know, I thought about that, um, and but I would say so. Not totally wrong. Like it's not the greatest division ever, um, but I kind of like them the way they're set up. I mean, the offensive yeah. line's pretty good. You know, 
the they got a good running back. They no, got no. some good weapons. That defense was pretty feisty this yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, you need a quarterback. So, like, if you don't have one, yeah. then yeah. You know, he's that's probably in the same position. Yeah, that's the living. glaring issue for them so right like, now. What do they do? Do they trade up? Do they trade for fields? Like, what do they do? Um, but to me, like, if you get a quarterback, yeah. you go in there. Sure. Um, no, I kind of sure. like – now, you know, there's the other part of it that he, you know, murdered them in <laughs> – 28 yeah. to 3 in the Super Bowl. So, like, that would be oh, yeah. People can forget. It's like an apology. Yeah. Apology accepted. Yeah. I think the Falcons apology, will forget yeah. that and say, bring us one. We'll just call it, we'll call it even. Yeah, we'll call it a truth. Yeah, I mean, I, and that would literally be even. So, there you go. I got one. D, you got one <laughs> got more, then we got to let him go. I got to ask. All right, let him right, rip. So, yeah, we're two on. years in, and I want to know what your thoughts are on the Browns to Sean Watson relationship. And is that the worst transaction in your career that you've seen? <laughs> <laughs> so I disagree. Um, and I know people are talking about like it's a failed trade. I, okay. I don't I don't see that. Okay. First of all, if you don't have a quarterback, then you you're shot, lost. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You're lost. So the it's like free agency. It's like people will talk about players being mm-hmm. overpaid in free agency. And it's like, yes, but that's what it costs yeah. to get them. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. free agents are more expensive. That's literally the market. The market is what it is. Like that's what the Browns need to pay. And I don't think it was an overpay because there were other teams willing to do it, right? He got hurt this year. That sucks. He got hurt before that he had played in the fourth quarter, leading a dramatic comeback with literally a broken shoulder. And I think was on his way to doing this. Like it looked good. So I know they went to the players with Joe Flacco. To me, I think that's still going to work. And I don't fault them for the transaction when it comes to football. Because if you don't have one, like, they're probably yeah. not yeah. in play. All right, that's all I needed as a yeah. Browns fan. Give me a little shimmer of hope going into this offseason, my friend. <laughs> yeah, he just he just yeah. got you right, dude. Get your for. mind right. Positivity. <laughs> yeah. Positivity. Don't kill it on air, Ian. We, we truly appreciate you. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely, brother. We'll thank you back. so much for coming on. All right, thank you guys for having me. Max, congrats again, and I uh, look forward oh, yeah. to seeing you so guys in Vegas. Yes, sir. See you soon, brother. All right, take care. Hey, I honestly, I got that secret sauce, and this is actually a good little break really quick. Um, like, subscribe, everybody, Condor Cartel, or if this is your first time tuning in, or if you're a huge Rappaport fan, and you just want to be an inside trader yourself, fuel up on some Zen Water, you know, a little sponsorship from them, give them a little love Zen anytime water. you can. Max's Absolutely. favorite person in the world, James Harden, rocking it every time he walks into a game, stays oh, hydrated. Yeah. Part of the Zen family. Also, get you some slate milk. You'll see it on the inside of the UFC octagon. <laughs> see it all over the place. Get Let's you go. some slate milk, French vanilla, my favorite flavor. If you want. Really quick, Max, since you just said UFC, you had to sit down here um, on ESPN with uh, Sean Strickland, who you already, you know, have uh, jumped in the cage with, sparred with. We already talked about that before. Um, but you, what's your prediction this weekend, Sean Duplessis? Uh, I know you're rolling with your guy. Just curious how you think it's going to end. Yeah, um, I'm fired up for this fight. I mean, these both these dudes are strikers, both violent, both fearless. Um, it's going to be a bloodbath. I'm I'm honestly like a little bit nervous. Um, obviously, <laughs> that I've gotten closer with Sean and spent more time with him, you know, over the years. So, you know, I, it holds a little bit more weight watching him go out there and fight, especially it's his first world uh, title defense. So, uh, my prediction is that Sean is going to finish Duplessis in the fourth round. He's going to wear him down. I think it's going to be a bloodbath early on. Sean might get caught a couple times. 
it's going to be back and forth. But Sean is the better uh, cardio, and I think in the fourth round he's going to start wearing him down, and he's going to he's going to TKO him and finish him. I like that. I'm going to go. Yeah, I was going to say. I think your shit was a little blurry. Um, low key, Max. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm rolling with Strickland. I think he's going to knock him out. But they both come forward as fighters. They're oh, yeah, he's literally. A demon, bro. He's so a who do you think who's going to win that? Just gonna throw him. Yes. Yeah. Just bro. a He's going to walk forward and just stand in front of you. And bang, bang, bang. Yeah, that yeah. fight's going to be in, insane, bro. I'm I'm fired up. So, yeah, we'll be tuned in. You know what's funny? A lot of comments on the last YouTube video. Um, people want to see a live stream. DT, I know you saw that. They want to see a live yeah. stream of the boys either watching they a do. playoff game. It could be a UFC fight, too. Yes. They do. We will be together this weekend, 12. Yes, we will. We're going to be watching that, that Strickland fight. We'll be streaming. Cool. They'll be streaming. So we'll be Let's streaming. be special. Let's be special. I mean, we, we definitely got to do that. I mean, that's something... I mean, maybe possibly Super Bowl. We're all going to be together. Super Bowl. We might have to do a Super Bowl live That's not pod and have you know some special guests come through as we're as we're watching. You know, maybe yeah, it's, a little weird. So I like that. Definitely, that's a different. Yeah, some like Manning cash shit. I like where your head's at. You know, I'm, I'm always thinking about the next step. You know what I mean? Big brain, Cine. Big brain big and brain, big head. Man. I love it. <laughs> yes, um, big beard. So big beard. Hey, uh, Max. So let's just recap a little bit. Last week. Um, it was a pretty big episode. Uh, you pretty you took a strong stance. Um, you stood by your guy AP like you have all year long or all season long since he's taken over. Um, you and along you and other players. So, um, what was the feedback? Do you feel like you got from the episode if you even pay attention to it at all? Um, and then now you're starting to hear today that AP's hired. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, bro? I mean, breath of fresh air. Uh, fired up. That's that's really all I can say. I'm just ready to get to work. Um, obviously. Um, I had to get this surgery, get my, uh, my knee back together, get the bursa taken out, got one more procedure, getting the thumb done, uh, next week in LA again. Um, but I'm fired up, bro. We're going to get back to work. Um, keep building what we've already started and, uh, you know, I'm fired up for the future, bro. We have something special going and, uh, AP is the right man for the job. I feel like everyone feels that everyone knows that, um, you know, it is what it is at the end of the day, you know, we, uh, you know, had to, I had to, you know, say a few things, but, you know, I just, I just wanted what's right for the organization at the end of the day. Um, it's about the team. Um, it's about us as a whole. And I feel like AP is the perfect guy to lead us to where we want to go. So, um, you know, people are going to have their opinions and things like that. But at the end of the day, um, I love, I love this team and I want, I want us to win. And that's really all that matters to me. So uh, I'm just, I'm fired up, bro. I, I got the news today. I was fucking jumping around the house. Uh, the vibes were heavy. Dirk was, you know, you were jumping you know, on one leg around. Yeah, jumping around exactly, Penalty. jumping around on on one leg and uh, getting to work. So it's it's exciting, bro. Yeah, I'm excited for you guys. Uh, it's gonna be good to see uh, AP bring a couple of his guys, so to speak, in on the team that he thinks uh, can fill some holes maybe on the roster and uh, just see the impact that they make and just see him with the full season with you guys. So uh, can't wait to just watch Raider the Raider way for the full season. But speaking of you peg-legging around uh, the house, jumping up and down uh, with AP's hire, what is, how's the knee feeling, though? Um, were you surprised in surgery a little bit with anything? And uh, what's the recovery like for you? Because I'm sure everybody is waiting at the edge of their, their seats. Um, yeah, uh, surgery was a great success. Um, everything went really well. Uh, I got, literally, I have to have 
a big ass brace on it and have to be straight legged for at least a week. Uh, so I'm kind of down, you know, right now, but, uh, everything went great. Um, it's gonna be two to three month recovery, um, to be fully, you know, fully back and healed. Um, I got the thumb as well. My UCL is torn in my thumb, uh, dealt with that about half the year. Um, but I got that, I'm getting that fixed up. So, um, I'll be back and ready to roll in April ish, but I'll still be training and doing, uh, what I do in different ways. Um, but we got a great routine and great plan, uh, going forward, you know, approaching it, you know, it's a little bit different, but that's just kind of what comes with the business. You know what I mean? I'm going in my sixth year now. Um, you're going to have to, you know, every off season is different. You're going to have to navigate the waters a little bit different, but, um, there's more than one street to get to where we want to go. So I know yeah. I'm more motivated than ever. I'm fired up um, for this off season to get rolling. Um, and, uh, it's a blessing, bro. I'm just glad it wasn't worse than it, you know, than what it got because it was bad. My bursa was like literally 10 times the size of what it should be. They had to take it. It, it was literally all the way down to like my tibia and the side of my knee and all the way up into my quad. Like he had to get every bit of it out. Cause it was just smashed. And I kept smashing it over and over and over again. So it was just mutilated literally in my leg. So he had to get all that shit out of there. And uh, it was, you know, causing me some issues and discomfort, you know, as the season went on. But, um, you know, it comes to the territory, bro. You know, we were able to play all 17 again and uh, definitely plan on doing that going forward. What are you going for the Ironman award? Joe Thomas type deal, not missing any games? Because, <laughs> hey, the last couple of years ago, you had surgery, shoulder and your yep. and your hand. You're walking around like a bonics, man. Like, yeah, you're, you're going to do the same thing all over again. You don't miss any snaps, though, and you play through so many injuries and people truly don't understand what and you're still playing at top level, literally top two, not two. You know what it is. But uh, yeah, are you going for the Ironman yeah, award? Man. What's going on with that? No, I, I'm you know, I feel like, you know, people say this all the time, but availabilities or what is it? The best ability is availability. Availability. Um, yes. So, yeah, that's the quote. Um but yeah, you know, for me, I never want to miss like that's just my personality, bro. I never want to miss. I always want to be out there and I want to be I want to help us win and, and be the reason, you know, a big a big reason why we win. And so, um, yeah, bro, I never want to miss a practice. I never want to miss a workout. Uh, I put you guys know how I am. I put everything into this, bro. It's my whole life. And uh, yeah, so if I could play, I, I could play. And, um, you know, it's good. Off season came the came at a great time, and uh, now I could get uh, get some a little bit of rest and get this shit back together, and we'll be we'll be rolling here in no time. Yeah, really quick, you just mentioned off season. What's that going to look like for you? Because it's obviously going to be a little different at, just early on um, for you, as you as opposed to what you're used to. You're in that gym every day. There's no days off. So, what's off season looking like for you, Max? Yeah, so uh, I'm able to get back in the building Monday, which is awesome. Uh, we're gonna start doing a little little bit of work um, as much as I possibly could do, but it's going to be obviously limited. So um, yeah, it's, it's, we have, we have a great plan, great foundation. I sat down, obviously like I do every single year with my strength staff, nutritionists, my, you know, massage therapists, all everybody involved. Um, we got a great plan. You know, we, we talk about, you know, every year we kind of have a motto and a theme um, and this year it's refinement and elevation. I just told you all about that. So um find that 1% in every single way and just take another huge leap next year. That's, that's the goal and that's the plan. And that's what we plan on doing. Yeah. You're locked in. Um, not only that, dude, what do you mean? Let them know. We're going to be tearing up the podcast world all off season. Damn right. What? Damn right. It's not just on the field. It's off the field. Perfect. Every right, single tell way, them. tell them every single tell way. Them. Talk to them. Talk you know, to like, them. and subscribe. If you haven't mid, mid, uh, mid episode, if you're, if you're doing it, that's cool. But talk to you them. Know, yes. Like, comment, now. subscribe. Right now. That's right.
Right That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, and uh, Max, I don't know, DT, Krill, can we spoil any of what's going to be going on during Super Bowl week? Or should we wait and touch on it? I say we, I say we wait. I say we wait. We're just just let them know that we're going to, the crew's going to be together. The Super Bowl's in the, it, like, you got the king of the city right here in Vegas, right? So yes. it would it only make sense that we're all together. So I think that mm. we're going to be around town all, all week. And it's going to be, it'll be interesting. Foot That's soldiers. Yeah, Good I think what, soldiers. what are we going to knock out? Hopefully knock out about six, six, eight episodes with a lot of cool guests for everybody. And mm-hmm. Max yeah. might be on to something there with the live stream. Uh, it'd be interesting. You know, we, heard, they, we, we, we hear the people. We can't we can't pick and choose what we listen to, right? They yeah. say they want merch, we get a merch. Like everybody swagged out when it's today. Yeah. Uh, they say they want a live stream. Why can't we give the people a live stream? Oh, Why yeah, can't yeah. we just be our authentic self? We no, we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna do a live stream. Yeah, we're just gonna have to put down. a muzzle Can on. Can we put like a five sub, potentially myself leg? and also D two? But it's all yeah, good. So all of us. <laughs> just yeah, just don't get Creel in a, a crowded Detroit you know region. We'll be good. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's uh, got the trigger. We're all gonna be good. No yeah. no door handles are safe. Yeah, exactly. Lock buttons work. Yes. Hey, speaking of Creel and his composure, which we love, and he does a great job, and he's working on it. If anybody's <laughs> curious, <laughs> Creel, I'm gonna send this over to the counseling. You. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. I'm gonna send it over to you, bro, for a little around the league, little playoff predictions. You know, we did this last week. Sorry, I'm pulling this up. Um, yeah. You want to hit us with the our stats, records the overall? Yeah. yeah. Can you got that? No. Can you read us off the stats. Well, it's just a tie. Say me. Yeah, it's, it's it's a tie ball game. We have two at five and one, and two at five hundred. Max and Ooh. Max and DT had one. I'm lost. They were five and one, and you and I split the slate three and three. Congrats, boys. It's a marathon. It's a marathon. You finish. You yeah, finish. Right. And, and guess who? Finish, guess who's out? The fucking the Cowboys. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boys are sitting home pissed. No disrespect yes. to them, but we called the Packers. Didn't we yes. watch? Hey, was... We called the Packers. I mean, I watched. I was literally watching it earlier. Um, my prediction was slightly off. I thought it was going to be a closer game, but it ended up being right. a schlacking. But I did predict that Jordan Love would have his breakout coming out is... official. I'm here now. Is he top game, five, Max? He definitely did that. Well, I mean, it's hard to say he's top five top eight? already. But, I mean, right now in the playoffs, he's probably – I mean, he's playing better football than damn near anybody. Him and CJ, so. close, right? Who's a better – it's is it's Jordan Love. He's not a rookie, but it feels like it's his rookie no, he's season. No. He's like been lead for shit. Side third years. year, third, no fourth. Oh yeah, third, fourth, something like that. So there's levels. Yeah, but it's but still, but still, it's his first time starting and playing. So yeah, bro. I I mean, right now it's gonna be. I, I mean, CJ Stroud Lamar Jackson. I'm excited to see. That's it. the first I'm game. Let's that. talk about let's, it. Let's talk about Texans. Let's go Texans at Baltimore. Um. Again, huge game, right? It's like a who's who type of shit. Uh, CJ Stroud yeah. is like really nothing to lose because you're going against what's going to be the M- MVP of the league. You know, no one's really giving him a shot. Whereas Lamar Jackson's at in a spot where it's a home playoff game. I'm playing a rookie. I got to win. It's going to be, I think, a great game uh, back and forth. But personally, I'm going to go with Baltimore. I think they have the stronger team overall defensively at every level, the front line linebackers in the back end they're playing really well uh, i think they uh give them uh 27 to 14 baltimore oh, it's close okay. early but okay. they i think they're gonna pull out I like that all right d what? 
Uh, I, was hoping I, I, I just hope I could get two more cents of someone to talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and I'm gonna follow Creel on that one. The Ravens are gonna win this game, right? It's uh, the the Texans absolutely deserve to win at home against the Browns. They whooped the shit out of them. I mean, the Browns defense we look like a shell of ourselves. Never seen. Um, so yeah, I, I think more power to him. I like C.J. Stroud. I've talked a lot of shit about Ohio State's quarterback production, and so. You know, just, out of the last 20 years, they finally have someone to hang over my head. So I'll take it. I'll take it. He's a good player. Right. He's a great player. So right. um, I'm going to I'm gonna go with uh, my prediction of last week was that the defense for the Browns was going to be able to slow down uh, C.J. Stroud, right? I was hoping that they would give him different looks. They would be able to pressure him. They would be able to um, get him in uncomfortable positions. I think that the Ravens do that this week. I think that the Ravens have a, a, a solid defense um, and, that, and they're – they're going to bring it, and it's at home, and it's they, they, they've, they've had time off. My prediction is 31-17, Ravens, um, and, and they get the momentum wow. rolling. They, they, they're going after the ring. Wow. wow. Bro, you know, that's good. Back-to-back Raven guys, uh, which is crazy because that's a Brown and a Steelers fan right there, and they're going for the Ravens. So, we, amen. Respect I, I feel that. Um, I feel like I really, really like D'Amico Ryan. He's starting to become one of my favorite coaches in the league. Um, just a uh, good leader. Guys respond, player, player, coach. He walked the walk. Um, I feel you, D. I grew up hating Ohio State. Um, you know that. So quarterbacks at Ohio State don't really uh, – um, they don't succeed as much as others do. I pan should out. just say pan out. That's a gr- another good one. <laughs> yeah. uh, but pretty much I think yeah. that being said, they ain't in the dome anymore. And, and on top of that, I think Ravens, there's just levels ahead. Um, I think their magic is a cute little story for, for the Texans. Uh, everyone's really geeked up for them and, uh, they overachieved. And I think this is where their, their bus stopped right yeah. here. So I'm going to say 28 to seven Ravens. Ooh. I'm torn because of spread, but you know, wow. Wow. Before you go, right. I got a question. Weren't, weren't the, the Texans the worst team in the league last year? Now they're in the second they round of the playoffs, right? They were. And built by the Browns because we gave all of our picks. Away I was just, I was just gonna say, yeah. they got I, I, two it, studs: Will Anderson and CJ Stroud. <laughs> Instant <laughs> dominators. But come on, that's no, crazy. Um, yeah, wow. I mean, everybody wants to pick the Ravens. Everyone is so. Yeah. Hold on, you're gonna go underdog every time. This is what Max does. First off, he chooses underdogs and <laughs> anything. <laughs> I can't. Are you gonna let me fucking speak? Yeah, he's, gonna, hey, he's gonna spice I can't even finish. I can't even finish. That's crazy. Need to use this winning, bro. I just feel like, I just feel like, and look, he ends up beating Connor. But my point is this: I just feel like this season is weird. Everything has been weird about this year. New teams, different teams stepping up, upsets, things like that. They're playing in an ugly game. I don't think it benefits either team directly i feel like it's it's literally snowing in baltimore right now it's going to be disgusting i feel like the texans are younger i feel like they're also ready to fucking roll and the ravens have been chilling a little bit they've Three been like, the a little comfortable i just have a weird feeling that this game is going to be very close and i'm going to go with the upset <laughs> on the road 24 to 21 the texans pull it out and beat the ravens at shock the walk off is it a walk-off field goal? 
I'm going walk-off field goal. Oh, wow. man. Walk-off field goal, Texans pull off the upset. No one saw that coming. Man, yes, our- I think – no, not at all. I have a feeling that everyone's going to be a domino effect on this one. 8-15, Saturday night, Green Bay's coming into – is it Candlestick? Candle- how, can, how can you disagree with a Trent Williams, right, a CMC, a Dabo, or a Debo, I'm sorry, but like oh. – you got, you got a bunch of dogs. Devo Sweeney. That's your favorite yes. coach also, dude. He's cool. Yeah, he's yes. dope. We get along. Anyways, so um, I think that it'll be a uh, – I think they – 31 Holy shit, dude. 31-7 Niners. That's yeah. kind of disrespectful. Yeah. Um, oh. You know what? Guys that don't know what they're doing, don't have goals, aren't, aren't driven, they look at records. Right? They don't believe in themselves. So me being three and three, you would think I'd just be safe. Well, fuck that. I'm going Green Bay Packers on a dummy upset yes. because I think that Jair yes. and the boys in the secondary are going to rattle Brock Purdy in no offense to Brock Purdy. I think he's been balling and he's he, sure he's a system guy, but you got to be a good guy to be in the system to make it all happen. That being said, I think they're going to humble that man. And, wow. and I think Trent Williams is the best left tackle in, the, in football. No doubt about it. But I just think that they're rolling. It's all about who's hot right now. They're playing great football. And I'm going Green Bay Packers 35-32. Damn! Yeah! 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 Hey! They put 48 on Dallas. They put 48 on Dallas. 48? Okay. Now we're talking. Thank you, Brogan. This is what I needed. Now we're splitting. Now now Exactly. Six not getting comfortable. This, this is how I jump the. Yeah. This is how I jump the records right here. You guys miss it. Now I, that's where I get my step up. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna give. I, okay, this is the thing. I disagree with Creel and DT when it comes to being an ass whooping. I think it's gonna be a very competitive game. Matt Lafleur is from the Shanahan tree. He knows all the ins and outs of their offense, which is what nobody's talking about. He knows exactly what they're going to run in, in, in certain sets and things like that. I feel like it's going to give Brock Purdy real issues because it's going to make him play quarterback. So Green Bay, they got a lot of talent, a lot of good players. But overall, I think the Niners pull it out 28-25 and win in a close one. But it's going to be a really competitive game, and I think it's going to, really, it's going to come down Ooh. to the end. They're going to have to start the game by running the ball, like establishing a run, and if that's shut down, then they are royally yeah. fucked. They're Who's fucked. that, Sam Fran? No, I'm talking about uh, the, the Packers. They're yeah. going to have to be I'm going to tell you the, the key. To, to, to Deep, if Green Bay can get the ball first right. and score and be up, not chasing the whole game, then I think that's their best yep. bet because then you're not playing catch-up. And 100%. you know, Max, they, Niners can't just play their game. You know what I mean? They got to do something else. CMC. Yeah, the, the Niners are their record. I think Shanahan's record when down, like coming from behind, is like super low. Like the Niners are the best team when they're up and they're comfortable and they're doing what they do. But when you're coming from behind, it's they pause, but they <laughs> struggle. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think it's gonna be a really good game. Max, no question. Period. I got one Sorry. question for that this matchup um, before we go to the next one for you. Uh, if Jordan Love, yeah. I'm an Aaron Rodgers, that's my GOAT. We know that. It's been established. Uh, but if he can beat yeah. the Niners, because Aaron went and lost to the NFC Championship, right, if I'm not mistaken, a few times here in the playoffs. Twice. Yes. If he yeah. can Twice. pull that off this year, yeah. not saying he's better than Aaron, but will Packers fans slowly forget about Aaron and just be on the full Love train? 
I think so. I think so. I think this is my only thing. Rodgers, obviously, he won a Super Bowl. He'll forever be a legend. Forever, He's the first out Hall of Famer. There's no question about it. The thing is, I feel like he stayed there a little too long. And he, towards the end, he just started. It become more about everything else besides football. And then he didn't produce at the end. And then they would lose to teams that were supposed to beat in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So I just feel like people didn't love Rodgers going out like they did when, you know, about five years ago. It wasn't the same. You know, people are starting to get irritated with him. So if Love comes in, gets a huge win, takes him to the fucking NFC Championship, I think people will really start, you know, being all in on the Love train. No doubt. I like that. Go ahead, Crow. My bad. All right. What do we got next? So the first kickoff for Sunday is Buccaneers travel to Motown uh, to face the Lions 3 o'clock, which I think this is the – Hardest pick them because just like D said, yeah. at, at one point you got to sway away. You can't take all the favorites because you probably know it's not going to hit. Uh, I see one of two things happen. Uh, the Buccaneers win, it's going to be, you know, a shootout yeah. back and forth. No defense showed up at all. Um, and if Detroit wins, I think they get up early and just control the clock and just run it down their throat. But then they have Vita Vea. They have a decent front. It's like, what can they really do on the run game? Because that's who, that's the bread and butter of like the Lions. You kind of shut down the run game and kind of same thing. Jared Goff's a stud. But if you force him to throw it 60 times, you're at a disadvantage as a Lion than you are as, as the opponent. Um, with that being said, I'm going to have to go with the home favorite here. I think the Lions story is not over yet. Uh, I think Dan Campbell has them boys absolutely foaming at the <laughs> mouth. They're not going to win at home. Uh, Baker was recently quoted on saying that one of his buddies, uh, I don't know who played for the Rams, and said it was the loudest atmosphere he's ever been a part of, which I kind of speaks volumes. Some people in Detroit yeah. are Rabbit. foaming as well. I think it's a, yeah, I think it's just a you know a huge collaboration of need, not a want, an absolute need to win. And I think that Lions get it done. Uh, closer than I know. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> 31 20. Uh, Are you guys okay. in D? Right. D? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, this man in the suit. I put my suit away right now. It's gone. Because this is what happens. They, they, they show you all these underdog wins. They suck you in and they're like, oh, it'll be, you know, 60 40 again. Why, why don't I just hit these no brainer underdogs? But they're not no brainers. <laughs> they're going to the Lions at home against the Bucks, yeah. right? Yeah. The Bucks have been hot and cold. We can't forget. We've seen some real good play here in the end of the season from the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. But no. a, a zebra doesn't change their stripes, no. right? They've been they've not been they've not been consistent. So I think that they're going to go into Detroit. I think the Lions are going to be roaring and shit. You know how they do. Um, and I think that uh, I think that they come out with a twenty-eight to fourteen victory, nice and comfortable. But what I will say. Is that it's going to be tough to, to to run the ball and do all those things with the Bucks defense because, like you said, you got two fucking stalwarts at, at linebacker mm. that can run sideline to sideline that can mm. cover, and then you got Vita Bay and you got some forces up front. So yes. that's it. It'll be a, it'll be a, a game that's won inside yeah. the box. Yeah, I like yeah. that. D. I uh, obviously b- being Bronx. here in Detroit, the city is buzzing. Um, no doubt. A fan. I, I'm not a fan. You know, I ride with my guys, but I'm not a fan. Yeah, all yeah, oh, oh my guys. Oh my guys. But anyways, oh um, the city. Oh, I'll take it now. easy, guy. I'm a big Raiders guy. Um, <laughs> anywho, I'm gonna take. Uh, this is what I think. I think Baker and them are playing very well. I don't know if the secondary for Detroit can check or hold Mike Evans. I think that's a key point. I don't know if the secondary is good enough to do that job. 
So it's going to be all about Aiden Hutchinson, those boys up front, Kaminsky, if they can get some pressure um, on Baker, make him hold him to the rock a little bit. Uh, but that being said, I think Detroit's just too much. Montgomery didn't play in the first matchup, and Detroit still beat him. He's going to be back here again. I think Detroit's going to be loud. I think they're going to blow him out. I think it's going to be 33-11. to 11. Or 30, my bad, 33 to 13. Weird score. That's the half of 11. I was trying to add it. A two point conversion. Two safeties and a touchdown. Three field goals. Three field goals and a safety. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I'm, uh, I really want to go against the grain, but I can't. I really want to touch uh, well, dude. Grain! Yeah, I, I really want to, but I'm not. I'm going to keep it very short and sweet. 24 10 Detroit Lions win, and they meet. San Francisco in the oh, yeah. NFC Championship game. Boom. Damn. Boom. Yes. Battle. Last but not least, probably the most anticipated uh, matchup of the weekend, Kansas City for the first time going away to Buffalo, which is a huge advantage for the Bills. Um, I see this being a shootout uh, up and down on the field. I think the weather for the most part is cool, which, I mean, it's nothing like crazy and winds or nothing crazy with the storm of snow. I think it's just going to be cold as hell. Uh, which is conditions that both teams is um, obviously used to. But I think this is the year that Buffalo finally gets over the hump. I think they're the hotter team right now. They've um, been winning. Wow. They've been winning, uh, I think, seven of their last eight. I think this is the year that he finally, finally does it. This is the year the Chiefs have looked the worst, in my opinion, in the Mahomes era. And not that this is the best Bills team I've seen, but it's the worst Chiefs team I've seen. And for that reason, I'm going to take the Bills at home. Wow. 31-24. Wow. Wow. I like it. Can I, I get like a? It, can I get a weather? Yeah, a weather, uh, I would love you know. I what I saw was nothing crazy. I'll pull it up for your for your I advantage. I feel like it won't even be that cold. I know that's crazy to say, but I feel like. I know, well, I know we're getting drilled with snow now. I don't know if yeah. they're going to get it as well. Okay. Um. All right, so I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep this one short and sweet, and I, and you know I promised I wouldn't go on a, a negative, vulgar ridden rant. Twelve and sunny, D. Perfect weather. All right. Bills. Um, uh, Bills. Bills. I think they go 20, 28, 21. Bills. Wow. Are you guys, okay. Did you guys write down the okay. same scores together or the same teams together before? Did he? The fuck? Just. No, but 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 if you did last week, you'd be 5-1. It's all right, dude. It's a marathon. Anyway, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I think that uh, Josh Allen is a cowboy and that's a good thing but sometimes that's a bad thing he's he plays like he's gonna run he's gonna fumble he's gonna intercept or he's gonna throw some magnificent bombs and that being said this is not a popular choice I know people are gonna hate it but I'm taking the Chiefs they've been there they've done that they know what it takes um, they got their number in my opinion so I'm gonna say Chiefs uh, twenty seven to twenty four. Mm. Nice. Um, even though I hate to do this, Brogan, I agree with you. I think everyone thinks, okay, the Bills are the hottest team right now. Chiefs, they've been struggling. It's happened before. They've been doubted. But I just have a feeling the Chiefs are going to find a way to get a win. I trust Mahomes more you know, than, than Josh Allen, even though they're both incredible quarterbacks. Um, I feel like it's going to be a great duel back and forth. But I think it's gonna be twenty-seven, twenty-one. The Chiefs win on the road. I like that. Nice. Yeah. Can, can we get a prediction for? Do you think Kelsey will do it like 
much. Uh, he's been pretty quiet uh, as of late. Um, He'll, yeah, he has to have a huge in, in, impact. He's got to have a big game. If not, if I thought not, last week was his week. Yeah, but the Dolphins were limping in, man. They have no defense yeah. right now. None. They had nobody. I mean, the Bills get they had like four drops. Bro, the Bills they are gonna, they get after very it. Uncharacteristic. The yeah, Bills control the line of scrimmage. They have some moose up there, bro. In, yeah, they got interior some interior guys. starting to come on Bonds. a little bit. Yeah, he is. He did. Mm-hmm. He's Uncle due Bond. for a big game. And this, and this did he get a sack last week? Nah. No, but he was yeah. all over the quarterback. I know. I was. I told you he didn't forget. Next week, I think. Oh, I think no. this is the week where he just comes out. He might bust out a yeah. two piece. Wouldn't be yeah, out of character. Might. Is that the final one, Krill? That'd be dope. No. Yeah, that's all. Oh, four, man. Okay. Well, shit. Enjoy it because next week's only a only a two pack. Yeah. Yeah. Two piece chicken nugget. It starts getting sad. It and, does. You know. Yeah. Then we all go into seasonal uh, depression. Like. <laughs> yeah, red zone ends, yeah. and you're like, oh, man, fuck. But, like, the first game, like, last week, you have a ton of games. This week, okay, we're doing four. But it's like, next week, it really hits. When you have one day, two games, <laughs> God forbid one of them yeah. stink. You know? Yeah, yeah you have to actually facts. start finding hobbies and shit to do uh, back home now and stuff. It's not, it's not <laughs> sure. sweet. Hey, Max, really quick, we want to give everybody, Condor Cartel and anyone else that's tuning in, um, a little update on the Rush merge. Not even an update. Just let them know where they can get it. We can get it. Online, obviously, MadMaxMerch.com. Also, links in Instagram bio, links on everything we got um, connected to the show. But uh, everyone keep getting that merch. Keep posting. Keep tagging me. Um, keep tagging all of us as well. We'll repost you guys, um, showing off your Rush merch. We got more stuff coming. Uh, we got the new uh, Tony Soprano-inspired yes. uh, uh, cigar you know, T-shirt out right now and hoodies. So those are, those are going crazy. So keep buying those up, and we're going to keep bringing y'all more heat. And if you got suggestions of shit you want, let us know in the comments, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll make it come to life. So uh, we appreciate you guys. Keep liking, subscribing, commenting, the whole deal. Yes, we appreciate it. Perfect, man. Yeah. All right, boys. You know what time it is. Yep, I see you with the Zen Water. Zen Water, put it up. Yep, you already know. Zen Water, Slate Milk. Big shout out to Slate. As God, I still on. need to get me one of those. Can't go wrong. I mean, nothing better. I mean, nothing better. But let me be honest with you guys. This is my favorite segment of the show. I've said it every single time. The Rushman of the Week. Obviously, a little bit more limited. We got a lot less, you know, a lot less games. But there were some guys that stood out to us. So we got our Rushman of the Week this week. Starting number three, we got Will Anderson, second time Rushman of the Week, uh, you know, candidate or nominee. I don't don't know the word you give for it, but. Recipient, nominee, winner. Um, but he is number three this week. He had three tackles. He had a sack, a TFL, um, and was making plays all over the field. So Will Anderson, um, rookie. Dude had a hell of a season. Um, he's continuing to play at a high level. And uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how he plays this weekend. Obviously, biggest game of the year coming up. He's playing the Ravens. You know, they got Moses. They got uh, Stanley over there. Two really good tackles. So um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how he matches up against them. So. Um, yeah, our number three rushman of the week, oh, Will Anderson. Shit, Willie. <sighs> Big shit. <laughs> uh, number two. I mean, I think this is number – is this Ooh. the second or third time? It could be second or third. That's a good question. It, it might be second or third. I think this three. is three. Yeah, I think it's three. I think this might be three. This might yeah. be three. But we're taking it back to the D, to our guy Aiden Hutchinson. Again, balls out, two sacks. I believe he had six tackles. The dude is balling out. So I got to show my respect. Aiden Hutchinson, one of the better young rushers in the game. He's only getting better. Um, having a huge, you know, 
playoff debut. So big shout out to him getting a two piece chicken nugget, um, you know, in his first playoff game. That's a big deal um, for any rusher. So big shout out to him, brother. You are our rushman, our number two rushman of the week for the third time. Oh, so appreciate you, brother. Dogs got to eat. For number one this week, we had to get, you know, we had we had a lot of options. You know, Aiden could have been it. Will, there was a lot of, you know, a couple other guys' honorable mentions. But number one has to go to my guy, George Karloftis. He had six tackles, one and a half sacks, a TFL. And I, I don't know how many exact pressures he had, but he was he was everywhere. Um, he had a great game. Um, he was super disruptive. And uh, this is a dude, you know, I met him at the Von Miller Pass Rush Summit last year. Um Dude's, uh, you know, he's young. Uh, he's gotten a lot better. He's continuously getting better. And, uh, you know, even though he's a chief, I definitely, you know, I got respect for my rushers regardless of where they're at. So I know he's a young guy who loves the game um, and he's only going to get better moving forward. So our number one rushman of the week goes to George Karlaftis. Oh. Big shout out to you, brother. Hell of a name. Hell of a name. What's his surname? It's, it's, yes. I wonder what his, uh, thank you. He's Greek. He's Greek. He's Greek. You know, yeah. a little saganaki before the games, catch it on fire. Opa. It's my favorite food. Yes. No. Opa. There's no, <laughs> no there literally nothing it. better. Mediterranean no, food no. is so I dumb. agree. So um, dummy. I like... All right, boys. It's, it's closing time. Take us home. Time. Time. This is where everyone just mumbles off. Yeah. Lights come on. What do you, hey, lights come on. What do you got? Yeah, exactly. What do you got when the lights yeah. come on? Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. I need to go it's home. Hell yeah. 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 <laughs> Sometimes, you know. And I get connect every time right. I play, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you guys. Week six or episode 16 of The Rush. We're going to keep bringing you guys content. We got more guests coming. Obviously, today we had Ian Rappaport, special guest to the show. We're going to have him on more than once. Uh, great guest. So big shout out to Ian. Um, but we're going to continue having guests. We're going to be traveling more. We're going to have some vlogs. You know, the Pro Bowl is up in the air right now. I'm trying to go, but we'll see what happens with that, um, hopefully, so we can get out there, get some great content. Um, be around a bunch of great players um, and get some great interviews. Um, also, Super Bowl week coming up as well. That's going to be a slam dunk. We're going to have a ton of guests from all different facets of life, from athletes to entertainers to musicians, whatever you know, whatever it is, we're going to get them. So uh, we're going to have all type of different people um, getting on the show. And uh, we, we got a ton of content coming your way. So we appreciate you guys. Yeah. Keep liking, keep subscribing, That's keep commenting. Tune in everywhere. Apple's. Spotify, iHeart, everywhere, YouTube. Keep tuning in. We love you guys. We appreciate you. Without you guys, the fans, none of this would be possible. This is episode 16 of The Rush. Yeah. We love y'all. Let's get it. Love y'all.